What's up, guys? Rick from DFS On Demand here with your betting preview for this week's AT&T Pebble Beach. And before we jump into it, I have some good news. The tournament predictor tool that I have been, and if you're listening on the uh, on the on the podcast, I just air quoted tournament predictor because I don't really know what else to call it. Uh, but that's like the working name of the tool that I've been showing you over the last couple of weeks that helps us try to determine who is a valuable outright bet and who is not. That tool is now live on DFSOnDemand.com, my website. It is most certainly still in beta. It is still a work in progress. But you, if you are a subscriber to the site, will now have the ability to go in and play around with it as I continue to make upgrades over the course of the next handful of weeks. So with that being said, if you are not a member of DFSOnDemand.com, what are you doing? You're crazy. But also, uh, I would like to give away a few weekly memberships for you to try out. So there are two ways to enter this draw. As usual, the ways to enter them are here on YouTube. What you can do is like the video. Make sure you're subscribed to my Rick Run Good YouTube channel. And tell me which bet not named Dustin Johnson... Do you like the most to win this golf tournament? If you're listening on the audio podcast, leave a five-star rating and review wherever you listen and leave, uh, say something nice about the show. Leave me your Twitter handle. That will get you entered into the draw as well. I'll pick a few names and then you can go in and mess around with the tournament predictor as well. So now, uh, as I transition over to the, the site here, Let's do this. There we go. Wow. In real time, nice little transition. I'm using a new software. Okay. So uh, now not only do you have the head-to-head betting matchups tool, but you also have this beauty, the what I'm calling tournament predictor tool. So as subscribers and users and, and, and followers have seen over the course of the last handful of months... There are more and more uh, betting tools that are coming to DFS on demand in addition to a lot of the already existing uh, and improved uh, DFS tools, fantasy tools. So this is just a extension of where I think we're going and we'll give you more information to work with. If you've never seen this tool before, remember that I am not trying to necessarily predict the winner. I am trying to predict the likelihood that each golfer gets to the winning score based on previous years and what the you know average winning score would be. There, it, it is possible that multiple guys get to the winning score. Obviously, not multiple guys are going to win the golf tournament. So for this week, AT&T Pebble Beach, of course, it's a three-course rotation where, where I'm unveiling this, right? So it's a little difficult to gather the strokes gain data outside of, say, Pebble Beach. But for our purposes, I'm going to stick our target score here at 15 strokes gained. So you can mess around with this. You can change it from 10 to 20 or whatever you want. Um, but I'm going to stick with 15 and let that populate my sheet. Now, when I'm using the full range, uh, dating back to 2016 strokes gained data, the full gamut of data, there are really not a lot of guys that uh, pop off on this list. The first one is Kevin Na at 70 to one. My model says he is going to get to this winning score 
2.1% of the time. His price is 1.4% of the time. So he is actually a value there. And then the only other values that we have, Kevin Chappell, no surprise to see his name, considering he has the ability to go nucle- nuclear, which is what we saw when he shot that 59 earlier in Greenbrier. Uh, Siwoo Kim actually here. Again, the, you're, you're seeing a lot of guys that are just really feast or famine. And then Smiley Kaufman, technically a small value, which is crazy to think because I would never bet him. This is not a, a blind loyalty uh, chart here. Especially because I still have Smiley Kaufman's uh, potential of getting to the winning number 0.27% of the time. And that would be a lot worse if we change it to recently, which I like to do. So I like to continue to look at this um, from a uh, since January 1st of 2019 standpoint. So I'm just going to adjust the date up here and see how that changes things. So after I adjust to January 1st, 2019, you'll can see this is basically using a lot of golfers last 20 or so starts on the PGA tour. Dustin Johnson, the favorite who he's basically seven and a half to one to win this golf tournament. Uh, he gets to the winning number 15 strokes gained. He gets there about 8.7% of the time. Unfortunately, his implied odds and how often he would have to win based on that short of a number, is 13% of the time. So not a lot of great value in these short numbers. But I think for the first time, the second favorite, Patrick Cantlay, technically deems as a value bet here in the outright market. Meaning that he gets to the winning score about 9.6% of the time, and Vegas implies that he's going to win, obviously, 9% of the time. So there is about a half of a percentage of value on Patrick Cantlay. Other guys, Kevin Na, no surprise. Uh, He's probably the best value. Uh, He is going to get to the winning score just under 3% of the time. He is priced in a place that says he wins it about 1.5% of the time. So 1.5% of value is... Uh, where Kevin Knott che- checks in here, Ches Reevy checks in, Nate Lashley checks in, uh, Siwoo still is a value. Even guys like, I mean, you're getting into really, really small odds and smaller sample sizes here, but like Matt Every, Zach Sucher, and Jonathan Bird. The reason they show up is their range of outcomes, while, while it can be super bad, um, still plenty of upside, right? Like that was that's always been Siwoo's uh, kind of situation, and Matt Every for that matter. Like, just as likely to finish dead last as he is to uh, actually go out and win the golf tournament. But there is, you know, you have to use a little bit of judgment here. So if I'm looking at this, you know, the the only guys that are really appealing to me in the outright market, um, someone like Nate Lashley, who played well last week, and uh, we've seen win and go nuts before, he is a value, and that kind of passes the eye test as well. Kevin Na kind of passes the eye test as well. And then Patrick Cantlay... Uh, being one of the top guys in the field and still coming off as a value in the betting market actually also uh, catches my attention. So really, this tool pushes me towards those three golfers. Now, betting outrights is uh, incredibly difficult. Uh, it's very hard to predict. It is, it's almost impossible. <laughs> um, so what I, and what I've been talking about, and I've, you can see I've given myself some room here, 
I'm going to expand this tool out uh, for top, probably top five and top 10 at least. If I can get top 20 in here, I would do the same. And then what you'll be able to do is adjust um, each each of the spots. So you, can, so you can say, okay, the target score to win is 15 strokes gained, but the target score to be in top five is, is 10 strokes gained. Who is capable of doing that? Compare that to their top five number and then see if there's any value there. So that is phase, this, you know, you're looking at phase one right now. That's kind of phase two and phase three. So bear with me on that. I'll get that up and running, but now you can actually go and mess around with this data on the website, which is uh, pretty cool in itself. And then also, um, I still have this, this head to head betting matchup tool which um, I've been using fairly successfully over the course of the last couple of weeks. And I've got uh, DJ and Patrick Cantlay plugged in here first off. And DJ, you know, again, this is, I don't think you should be following anything blindly. And you shouldn't also, shouldn't also be following this blindly uh, because, because it uses strokes gained and DJ was so bad at the end of the year last year, um, he is probably undervalued in my model as well because I have Patrick Cantlay winning a head-to-head -head matchup with Dustin Johnson 60% of the time, which is a pretty significant number. Um, now, I I don't think that is actually true, that, that that would happen. I think it's closer than that. Cantlay still might be a small favorite, but I don't think it's that big. 60% uh, in a head-to-head matchup is a pretty significant number. But I do want to look at some other guys here, and I am going to use the DraftKings sports uh, book odds here. I live in California. I do not have access to this yet. Um, after looking at the options, I'm hoping I get access to it soon and we can pass the legislation because there's a lot of great options here, but I wanted to use, um, at least a U S regulated book that is available in some States to some of you, uh, to at least look at the odds and, and see what is out there. Um, and then kind of use that as my, that way we're not jumping around on books and I'm getting tweets that are like, oh, I, you said it was 66 to one. I saw it at 50 or 40. Like, yeah, there's a lot going on, but I'm going to try to use the, um, the DraftKings stuff as much as possible here. So, uh, when you look at matchups, um, you know, I just showed you Johnson versus Cantlay, which these are all very, very close. Um, Casey versus Kucher. Let's plug that one in. And I'm still going with that. January 1st, uh, everything since January 1st, I think that's a good, a good time frame. It gives you a big enough sample size, but not too long. It gives you about 60, 70, 80 measured rounds for each one of these guys, uh, razor thin on Paul Casey. Uh, I have Casey winning a four round head to head matchup, uh, against Matt Kuchar 51% of the time. When you add in juice, um, that's probably not bettable. Um, this one's gotta be big, right? Hovland versus Berger. That's got to be a pretty big number, pretty big differential, I would assume. Let's see. Hovland versus Berger is, yeah, I've got Hovland winning this 72% uh, of the time. Obviously a massive number. It's probably shorter than that because Hovland hasn't been playing that as well overseas. Um, and the numbers that I'm using are only based on 28 measured rounds for Victor Hovland. Daniel Berger has a much larger sample size, almost three times what, what Victor does. So I don't think it's 72%, but I bet you it is, um, more than the implied, like, like Hovland is minus 110, Daniel Berger's plus 100, um, almost essentially a coin flip. You're paying, paying a little bit of juice there on, on, on Victor, um, but I have it probably significantly better than that. So I will probably take Hovland 
let's see Knox and Hadwin because I really like Knox. Um, let's see if I can get Knox versus who was it? Hadwin. I had a um, I had a ten to one bet on Russell Knox as the top Euro last week. Uh, and he finished one shot behind John Rahm for that, which was a little disappointing, but I've got Russell Knox winning this about 56% of the time, which would imply his, um, you know, his money line without juice to be minus 127. He is, uh, minus 110. It's close. Um, I still might bet Russell Knox in that situation. Adam Hadwin, I do, I, I do like both of these guys, but that's, that's pretty close. And then let's look at Kisner and Hoagie because Kisner is going to have just a much larger sample size, I feel like, or maybe not sample size, but Hoagie's only been really good recently. So if I use longer term stuff, yeah, if I use longer term stuff, um, Kiz wins this about 53% of the time. Uh, that's since January 1st. If I shorten this up, I bet you Hoagie starts to become a favorite. Yeah, he does. So if I go from like the last six or eight months or so, um, Hoagie actually becomes a small favorite in this about 56. So they kind of flip flop there. So um, that one's kind of on you to decide what you actually, that's not bad for Hoagie. Um, you know what the time frame you want to use is. Uh, I, I like that, you know, that since January 1st, that's kind of my default. So that's, that's where I go here. Uh, which would which would give Kisner a nod, but maybe it's a no bet considering how quickly those two flip around. Um, let's see what else they've got here because there's so many good props and specials um, that are being offered here. I love the groups. Uh, so Group A, DJ can't like Casey Day Kucher. Um, I probably am not. That's probably a no bet for me. If if I was forced to, I guess I'd bet Casey at plus four fifty, uh, but I don't love it. Group B. Fitz, Snedeker, Berger, Grace, Hovland. Wow. Pretty even. Uh, it wouldn't be Berger. I'll tell you that. Probably wouldn't be Fitzpatrick. I'll tell you that. Uh, Snedeker at plus 300 or Hovland at plus 350. Probably. Um, I need to get a tool for group betting. That's next on the list. And then... Oh, Group C is kind of interesting. Here you go. Russell Knox, Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth, Adam Hadwin, Graham McDowell. This is like four, three guys I love to pick on. Jordan Spieth, Graham McDowell, Phil Mickelson, all in the same group. So that, to me, kind of narrows it down to Russell Knox or Adam Hadwin, which is actually a matchup. So Knox plus 300, Hadwin plus 350. What if you bet... Obviously, this doesn't add up... This is my brain working, but like if you bet group here for Knox to be plus 300 and then bet Hadwin versus Knox in the head to head on the plus side of money and one of those guys wins this, um, I guess you could probably do a little bit on that. Sorry, I was reading a message there. That's interesting. I really don't like those other guys. You know, you're you're overpaying for Phil and McDowell coming back from Saudi Arabia, and you're overpaying for Jordan Spieth because his name's Jordan Spieth. So I don't really like any of that. So I'll have um, Knox or Hadwin in that group, uh, almost certainly for sure. Uh, top pass champion, Johnson, Snedeker, Phil, Spieth, Von Taylor. Wow, that's just a big – I don't know if I'll bet DJ. It's so short, plus 125. This is kind of cool. So um, – that's where we're at. I'm going to try to start to, or I'm not going to try to, I am, I am expanding a lot of the 
offerings uh, betting-wise on on DFS On Demand. So highly encourage you to go check that out. Um, tournament predictor tool is up. Match uh, Head-to-head matchup tool has been up, um, but has been recently refined. Really like where everything is headed, and I'll continue to expand. Let me know what you think about that. Tweet me. It's at Rick Run Good. Leave a comment below. Talk to you guys soon. Good luck.